Blog Talk Radio. It's a gridiron stud show and a promo that's got the flow. Football knowledge from toe to toe with Amo, Salamino, and the other host. You already know Chad Wilson brings you the show. Dial us up. Give us a call. We're waiting here to talk some ball. 347-633-9365 is the number to call. So don't sit around. No time to stall. Giving you football from wall to wall. And now we give you our two hosts, Amo and Chad, with your breakfast toast. Man, how am I going to show up late for my own show? Nevertheless, it's here, 10.01 a.m. Tuesday. Chad Wilson, Emil Calamino in the house. Uh, it's straight talk with Warren Sapp Day. Did you know that? Did you know today was Tuesday? I, of course I did. How could I not Just, know today's Tuesday? I mean, there's, listen, look, there's no guarantees, okay? It gets wild out there. It's December. Black Friday uh, messes people up. Nevertheless, we are here. Uh, the coaching carousel continues. There's another one off the board, Emil. I'm going to keep a big uh, Gambino crime family type uh, display here in my office with all, all of the names and the uh, institutions. One has been filled today. Central Florida has uh, elected to hire Scott Frost, a name that has been around in years past for some other coaching jobs. What do you think of that hire, Emil? Go ahead. Pontificate on that for us. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he seems to be the hot name, right? I mean, Frost was a quarterback at Nebraska, if I'm remembering my college football history correctly, and uh, offensive coordinator up there at Oregon. So Central Florida seems like a place to start, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I have nothing negative to say about the guy. I mean, he does run – again. Come on, say something negative, please. You're asking me to – Listen, I'm not a fan of that offense, but that offense did well against my team a couple weeks ago, so I don't know what to say. I mean, but I'm, you know. I'll say this the, about that, okay, that whole deal. I mean, not everyone's yeah. going to get um, the powerhouse uh, defense. The, uh, I mean, that, that, that type of offense has its place in college football, and I believe UCF would be one of those type places. Um, you got to entertain at a place like UCF. I don't know if you are, and I, don't, you know, I'm not here to offend anyone from UCF. This is just a dose of reality. Um, you're not in the running really for championships at UCF. All right. I'm, no, uh, the only way you're going to do that is once every that. 30 years, a guy's going to come around like a Culpepper or a guy like uh, when Roethlisberger was at Miami of Ohio. A, you know, a, a guy who's an NFL Hall of Fame caliber player, maybe, mm-hmm. and you happen to land him, and, and then maybe for one year you're in the running. But generally, I agree with you. You're not. I think that I think where you're going with this is you. you know, let's be honest. Here's what we're trying to say. You can't line up toe to toe with the Floridas and Florida states of the world if you're UCF and beat them. You need something, and the way you pull those upsets is that kind of offense, so I, I agree with you. I mean, on top of entertaining, I think that you you can you can upset a team with that kind of offense from time to time. Yeah, and I think in the game of football, especially in college football, if you are not going to win championships, then I think you need to be entertaining. Um, I don't think you need to be running uh, a, three, uh, a three running back offense 
um, diving into the line, uh, 40, 50 carries a game, if it's not going to turn into some kind of a championship for you. Uh, you have some FCS schools that do that, and uh, they can find themselves in the champion in, in the playoffs every year and perhaps win a championship. Uh, but when you're here and you're in, you're in the FBS and there is no championship to speak of like a UCF and you're not – it's going to be very difficult for you to be in the running for a college football playoff spot every year. I think you need to be entertaining, and that is what Oregon's offense is. And if that's what Scott Frost is bringing to the table, then I think that's a great hire for UCF. And I just hope that they can do the best that they can defensively and, and try to keep some talent there and get guys sent to the league uh, from that side of the ball. So, but, uh, I, but I, also think, what he I also think fans need to understand, like, I think if you can win a conference championship – that's a big deal in college football. To me, that's the only thing at this point that you really control. I mean, one team's going to win the national championship. And for me, until they let all five power conference champions into the playoff with maybe those three at large, it's still very subjective. At least if they did that, then you could say, well, every major school controls their own destiny. Win your conference, you get a chance to win the championship. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, what's wrong with winning conference championships? And UCF could probably, what are they, in the AAC? Am I correct? Mm-hmm. They can win, they can win um, yes, the AAC. The AAC. Yeah, that's a winnable I hope I'm conference right on that. for them. Yeah, yeah that's still it winnable. Is. So if you can yeah. win that conference um, and 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 go to to great bowl games every year, I think you're doing your job at UCF. I think that's that's the well, apex. Listen, for they've them. had you know we're kind of we're kind of poo pooing UCF a little bit. I mean it's 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 a lot better pro. I mean they fell on some real hard times real quickly there. I mean last year they were nine and four. Um, and if I'm recalling correctly, they, if that was the season they started in Ireland, I'm not sure, but they had Penn State uh, on the ropes and pretty much beat. The year before that, they were 12 and one. Right, uh, and that's, the, that's you know, those. That's that magical year you'll have. That's the magical you know, year so that we talked it. about. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's the magical year. So you know, I mean, no, I mean, I, I think I think you're right. You know, I mean, I'm I'm like you. I make a little fun of that off those offenses, but you're right. They have their place. In certain in certain venues, Navy runs the crazy offense that they've been running now for years. And hey, Navy's about to probably be ten and two when they beat Army for like the hundredth straight time. Yeah, and when you are when you're Navy, um, that's the kind of athlete you're going to get there. So um, you 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 the service academies run those type wishbone offenses because they're predicated on what uh, a tremendous amount of discipline, which is what the service academies stand for. Right. So. Uh, it fits. It fits their athlete. It fits their mindset. It fits the whole. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Character. Uh, and it the fits what they using? can recruit. Because remember, they have weight limits and height limits coming in. So you, you're not getting the 320 pound offensive lineman. You know, it's going to let you start running pass pro and all that stuff. You're getting a kid that's, you know, maybe 260. You bulk him up, you know, to 280. I think you can gain weight once you're in. So you know, you got you got athletic small linemen. And that fits that kind of offense, so they're playing to the talent that they have. I mean, in essence. Yes, exactly, exactly. You've got it right, my friend. All right. Thank uh, you. What else do we have going on? I've uh, listen. I promised myself. I said this several times yesterday that I refuse, absolutely, positively refuse, to watch any of the Baltimore Ravens and Cleveland Browns football game. And on principle, this should not be served up to us. You know what this? You know what that was last night, Emil? Basically, it was this. We've all gone to, many of us, gone to public school, and uh, there's lunch. And that was fish sticks and coleslaw 
is what that was. You ever, you know, when I was a kid, we would get the announcement on the morning yes. news. You know, you're waking up, and you'd get the announcement on the morning news as to what the meal was for the public schools uh, that day. And nothing, right. Emil, could ruin your day more than hearing it's fish sticks day. <laughs> right. I mean, right. get no, sick I mean, right true. now, don't go to school. That's what it was fish to did. me, fish sticks. Yep. But you know what, Emil? Lost in all this was a pretty damn good football game, apparently. Um, somehow I broke down, flipping through the channels. Uh, I got stuck. I got stuck on the Cleveland Browns Baltimore Ravens game, and uh, fortunately, or unfortunately, I came across it at a time where uh, there was some drama. So I stayed and watched the drama, just like a Lifetime Movie Channel um, episode. And lo and behold, we got it, this thing into overtime, and. Um, there was a kick. Did it get to overtime yesterday? I'm all messed up now. No, right, it was, it was the kick. No, they lined it up, the Browns, with three seconds left to win the game. Yes. The kicker was 18 <laughs> of 18 we had, on the season. We, and, and you know what happened, Emil, when they lined up for that? Um, what? Cleveland Browns football broke out. That's, That's what right. broke out. <laughs> Cleveland Browns football. Emil, you can't tell me that organization is not cursed. You can't well, tell me let there. me tell you how cursed it is. I'll tell you a funny story. We have a local um, uh, Indian casino, five, mm. three to five miles from my house, Mohegan Sun, you know, up in Connecticut. They have a casino around here. So I'm up there last week with my wife for dinner at one of the mm. restaurants there, and I take my little player's club card and slide it through because you get to play the free football game, okay? You pick the games, no point spread, Okay. And they give out ten prizes. Winner gets a thousand dollars of free slot play, all the way down to a hundred bucks. So I put my ticket in. I don't even pay attention. The Thursday games aren't included, by the way. Lo and behold, I come in yesterday morning. On my desk is the ticket. I start checking it. Chad, I pick eleven out of twelve. I have Denver beating the Patriots straight up. I have San Diego beating Jacksonville straight up. The Redskins over. I only lost. And Sap warned me on this. I took the Atlanta Falcons at home, figuring they could win a game. So I'm 11 and one, and I have the Cleveland Browns. I go 12 and one. I'm going to win something. I'm thinking. Without, I mean, how many people took Denver straight up? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. With, with that sure. quarter. Right. <laughs> and then I, I check. I, I, I fall asleep on the couch because I, I held true. I didn't watch one play of it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've got more discipline than you apparently. Uh, I check my phone, and I see the final 33-27. So I go and I'm, I read. I'm reading what the hell happened here. And I see how that game ends. It makes me sick. I, I, you know what? I will root for the Cleveland Browns now to never win a Super Bowl. Really? That's how bad it is for you? It's one of those? Yes. That's a feeling? It's their fault? It's their fault. Are you telling me it's their fault? Well, they got the field goal blocked, didn't they? That had nothing to do with the Cleveland Browns. Nothing to do with the Cleveland Browns. That is what it to do with whatever cloud is hanging over the city of Cleveland. I would love to know what happened back in the day. Was that the first place where we took land from the Indians? Did it happen in that area? It had they, to be. They did, they did something to piss somebody off. Oh, man. They really the did. The cloud hangeth. The cloud just yeah. hangeth. But that was a crazy way to lose a football game in the NFL. You don't see that typically. You usually see that on a Saturday afternoon. But uh, that's your Cleveland Browns, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, by the way, I don't know if we ever discussed this. Were you in favor of the Browns sitting Johnny Manziel? Honestly? You want an honest answer? Mm-hmm. I didn't give a damn. 
<laughs> Why? Hey, I'm gonna tell you what. That Austin Davis dude came in. All right, here's what hurts. Like it the mattered. Most. <laughs> here's what hurts the most. Okay, the Austin Davis guy that they got on lease loan from uh, the Rams came in there and led him straight down the field, not knowing a freaking single thing about their offense. <laughs> No, I mean, listen. He doesn't know you any can't, of the plays. You can't make this stuff up about field. the Browns. You know, you know oh, the man. funniest thing to me about the Browns, and I know this might not strike other people, but it just strikes me as typical Browns. This off season, right? They made this big marketing blitz to say they they changed the uniforms. Okay, uh-huh. so you're thinking, okay, the other ones were pretty bad. They must be doing something better. I mean, I don't know what you think, but those things they came up with. I saw the highlights this morning. They're wretched. I mean, what? The Cleveland what are you talking uniforms. About? The Browns uniforms. Oh, they changed them. The, that was like their big thing this offseason. They've changed you know, coaches. They got, they've changed uniforms. They've changed stadiums. They've done it all, man. It all comes back to the same thing. No damn victories. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing what's going on there. All right. What else do we have on the college coaching front? We well, yesterday, also. yesterday I sent you only the beginning. I got into a, a mini email war with the L.A. Uh, Daily News beat writer, who I've been reading for years. And it really, it, you know, the history of this has nothing to do with the health and hire. It's more of this guy might, I mean, I'm not even sure how he's a beat writer, because usually beat writers, t- to gain access, are a little bit more upbeat. He is the most negative guy, and I don't know why. I've read him for five years other than once in a while there's a tidbit of truth in something he says with facts, but negative. I mean, you could make anything, you could any story about USC athletics, he has a negative, sarcastic spin to it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm reading his story on Helton yesterday, and it just sent me over the edge because he put this in here, and here's the sentence that I pulled out that, that just said it all for me at this guy. But USC can pay a coach $8 million a year. This does not reflect well on the administrative vision of Hayden. And I say that as someone who thinks Helton might do a great job. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of covered both sides of the plate there, didn't you? you you're basically yeah, saying you don't like the hire. I think he, well, I, basically I think he's saying uh, he's uh, in flux on that hiring. Not sure if it's good, not sure if it's bad, uh, really towing the line there on this thing. And I think that's where a lot of people are. Well, that's okay, right but my, my sure. point is the whole tone of the article was one of, and I only pulled that line out because it sums it up for me. I was trying to give him the executive version. He, know, he knows what he wrote. Basically, he didn't like the hire, but, but then at the end, his last sentence is, and I think it's someone who, uh, who thinks Helton might do a great job. Well, wait a second here. <laughs> you either wanted them to hire someone else. I think else, he's covering his name. rear end. I think he's covering his rear end on that one. You yeah. Know, look, well, I, I got to come right out and say it sucks, and then the guy does well. He came back and what. told me he's a, U, he's a USC alum, and that I would like uh-huh. Jim Moore's record against USC if I was a Bruin fan. And I said, well, let's let's break that down. I went down. And I said, Jim Moore just coached against the team on probation for four years, and then changed coaches four times in two years. And I said he hasn't won a Pac-12 championship, Scott. I said so. That's amazing. That. It's amazing. You know, I watched uh, I watched the USC UCLA game yesterday. I didn't get through the whole thing, but yeah. in watching it, uh, if I just go off of that, I like the Helton hire because uh, it looks like he is going to be about what USC football is about. Um, I'm just a little messed up with history in terms of how that interim yeah. coach, you know, no, I, works. listen, you've got you've got history you've got speaking some valid- to me. You've got some valid points. I mean, there's no way to argue this as being right or wrong because we don't know the results. So, I mean, 
your points are valid. At, at mm-hmm. USC, though, they've done historically. There's been some guys hired, usually in in house, off the staff that ended up doing pretty good. There was a guy named John McKay, <laughs> so, uh, and then another guy named John Robinson. But I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not making fun of you because you you're right. Well, those a were, lot of those times. were those were bringbacks. That's not the same thing. You know what I mean? Those guys had. No, McKay was on the staff at SC when, when he got hired and took the job in 1960. He was just a, a guy. Nobody knew who John McKay was. Oh, that's McKay such was. a totally was, different era, Emil. I mean, no, I'm, uh, listen, I'm not. It, yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere, just bringing nowhere it up. Nowhere near that's like their history now. there. I'm not saying yeah. you're you're wrong. There's no way to prove that you're one of us is wrong, right, or anybody. I'm just saying what I've seen from the guy, given the mess that he got that he got handed to him twice now, not once but twice, because he coached a bowl game under similar goofy circumstances a couple of years ago. I like what he brings to the table in terms of character. Every person that's been interviewed before this was happening when he was in the running. High character guy. Kids love him. I like the style of football he plays. Does that mean he's going to be successful? Who knows? But but I mean, I like I like I told you going into it, I wanted them to hire him. So for me, hey, specifically, I, got what I, I like I like what he did there. Came out. We're going to run the ball. We're physical. I see what they've got over there. That's the deal. And then on offense, um, we're on defense. We're going to focus on the matchups because we just think our guys are better than their guys. So went up there, got in their faces, played man coverage, came after the quarterback. I like that. Just a you know really simple game plan. You know, look, we know our guys are better than your guys. They know that deal, and so uh, that's the way that they went with it. So I college football to me is a lot like college basketball in this sense. I prefer when you're at a big school that gets tons of talent, like the Ohio States and you know Alabama's and USC. That you know you constantly see producing NFL draft picks. Let's put it that way. I don't want you to get crazy on me here. I guess what I'm trying to say is I I, I should have better players than most teams most weeks. I want you to beat the hell out of the team offensively, like you just said, run the ball. When play action's available, over the top we go. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And on defense, mm-hmm. like you said, concentrate on matchups. I don't need all these exotic schemes and, you know, kids being confused, not knowing where to go. Same thing in basketball. If you're a great mm-hmm. coach like Patino used to do, he just pressed you for, for 40 minutes. Why? More possessions, my guys are better than yours. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Some guys – overcomplicate stuff. They get complicated where they don't need to get complicated. Uh, and at USC, they're going to be there. It's rare that you need to do that kind of stuff. And I think they just looked at film and said, hey, you know what? Uh, we're better than these guys. So, you know, let's not get let's not get stupid. All right. We're not going to get stupid either. Uh, we're going to go take a break. When we get back, the man himself is here to uh, pontificate. If I, That's my word of the day, by the way, Amos. I know you like that, yeah, I'm riding on that one today. He's here to pontificate on a number of uh, things that are out there. And, boy, there's a lot out there. You know what's that. We won't be able to get to all of it, but we'll hit the key ones. When we get back on the Gridiron Stud Show right after this. Hey, hey, hey. Do you love fantasy sports? Do you love money? Do you love excitement? Well, get ready, because you may have found your heaven. FanDuel has combined all of these great things into one amazing website. Turn your love for sports into money and excitement with one-week and even one-day fantasy leagues with a chance for enormous payoffs. FanDuel pays out over $10 million in winnings weekly to its members. That's right, $10 million. One member has made over $600,000 playing in their league. Another customer entered a one-day contest for $25, and get this, 
cashed out $25,000 that day. FanDuel even offers a 100% money-back guarantee. Sign up now and join a league. If you don't absolutely love it, they'll give you your money back. You can enter leagues for as little as $1. For a limited time, FanDuel is offering a 100% deposit match bonus to Gridiron Stud Show listeners. That's right, they'll match your initial deposit all the way up to $200. What more can you ask for? Just head over to FanDuel.com right now and enter the promo code GRIDIRONSTUDS when you sign up. But you better hurry. The match bonus is going to end soon. Just head over to FanDuel.com and enter the promo code GRIDIRONSTUDS. Do it now! We're back, 1021 on a Tuesday. It is Tuesday, according to Emil. Uh He did alert me to that fact. I wasn't sure when I woke up today and as I began doing things, uh, I might be concussed. I might need to go through the protocol. <laughs> you might be in the uh, protocol, huh? Yeah, listen, it took me eight hours to get home from Gainesville between the traffic on uh, I-75 for all of you that live in this Florida area and then a massive accident on the turnpike that delayed us for quite some time. Uh, it took me eight hours to get home. It was a real journey. Wow. Um, you didn't so stop I'm or little, anything? You had to stop, right? Uh, well, you, you know, you do a couple stops. you got to take a leak. Uh, and you got, That's what I was going to ask you because I was going to be impressed. I was going to say, man, you're over 40. You must be like a camel. Holy cow. No, nah, you got five, you know, teens in the car too, um, recruits, prospects. Uh, you're stopping. Trust me. You're not making a drive straight through. So, nevertheless, uh, my clock's a little bit off, but this guy's clock is never off. Always on, and he's here to join us as he is every Tuesday. It's my man Warren Sapp. Sorry, Sapp man. I don't have the. Uh, I don't. I don't have your intro queued up. You know, blame me. Blame me, the engineer, the producer. Go ahead. You guys can fire me if you need to. I'm Everyone good. else is those, getting fired. I, I think those. <laughs> I think those ten letters do it well, Warren Sapp. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, Hall of Famer Warren Sapp, by the way, is here to, uh, to, talk, to talk all that good stuff here with us. So uh, we got a lot of things to get to. Well, the first, I'm, I'm going to just throw out the first topic, then I'll turn it over to my man, Emil. Uh, Sapp, the Cleveland Browns, they are a member of the National Football League, but they seem forever cursed. What do you think went on there? Did, did we cut the head off of an Indian somewhere near Cleveland? Why is this place so freaking cursed, man? What's the deal? I hate the word curse because when I went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it was 11 straight double-digit loss seasons, and they told me they were cursed. It was the Doug Williams curse, so, I mean, trust me. I've lived through a whole town and a whole community and a whole fan base who believe we're cursed. So I don't know what it is with Cleveland, but, boy, that was ugly. Terrible. To, to say the least, how, how do you lose an NFL football game in that fashion? And Listen, I didn't see a whole, I, I I didn't see a whole lot Chad, of uh, Chad, disgrace I've on that face. I lost an NFL game where the opposing team had four first downs and they had more punts than first downs and 107 yards of offense. Trust me. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds like the Florida Gators game I went to on Saturday night, save the fourth quarter. Your kid played well. Tell the young fella I was watching. He played well. Appreciate that. That whole unit over there is, uh, reminds me a lot of what, uh, what, what we had. They yeah, bite what we had. I mean, it's Just simple. Everybody is responsible for your job, and let's go out and, and, and put a chain together, and let's go to work. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Kept so, him in the game. Yeah. They kept him in the game a long time. They got to they gotta modify their offense to fit their quarterback, don't you think? Uh, they got to do something to get that oh. brown thing from that one stick to the other stick. <laughs> I mean, that, that, or, or, or that brown thing from the to, to the to the uh, goal line that, 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 that to the painted areas of the field, please. Yes, when you yes, and get to get a dance on and crank up the band and yeah, put some points on the board. That'll Stop. Help. Let me ask you a question about that because you have some experience, as you just pointed out, playing playing in a very good football. defense. <laughs> yes, yes, but but. Um, how do, how do you handle that mentally on defense? I mean, is it kind of like the pitcher in baseball? I only control what I control. I mean, I can't worry about the offense. Is that pr- pretty much the way you go about your business? We used to have a rule that misery loves company. So we don't drag you into an ugly football game the way you don't have any big plays. You don't have any, you know, rhythm routes, no deep square ends, you know, no big plays. We're going to make you – Chunk it down the field by five yards. We're gonna make you throw it the greatest distance for the fewest amount of yards. Right, right. And you drag them into misery. And most offensive coordinators aren't very patient because they think I know exactly what defense they're gonna be in. I can, I can run this play and, and do that. Oh, isn't no, that the truth? No, no. Oh, isn't yeah. that the truth? Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, I tell them all the time, Chad. Just give me eleven gentlemen on any given day that say not today, and it'll mm. happen. Yeah, well, you know, defense I, I is guess a whole lot about attitude. No, but my sap, my question is more along this lines. When things aren't going your way, you're playing great defense, okay, and you're in a game where, like you just said, the other team has three or four first downs, 100 yards of offense, and you're going to lose. How do you handle that? <laughs> you just say, listen, I can't control oh, you're the offense. After the fact, after you've played this type of game and you've lost, yes. what do you do? Yes. Oh, the answer's in the bottle. <laughs> 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 that, that, you, you were asking me when I was, you know, it's 1999. I'm fully grown, but when we were in college, that was a whole different mentality. But I didn't have to worry about that. My offense was pretty good in college. They scored some points, but you know, when, when you didn't score points, you looked at them like, "Come on, Stu. I mean, come on, come on, AC. John, John. I mean, you, 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 I mean, you ain't whooping nobody. I mean, it's different when you're in college. You, you can right. talk to each other like that, but when you talk about a professional level. Nah, you don't want to get into that because now you got some sideline antics about to happen because now it's about pride and a whole bunch of other stuff. Right, right. So you just you just do your job and that's all you can do is your job. And hey, you keep grinding it. and you try to drag the other team into misery and misery loves company and hopefully you can get your turnover and score it in the points or something like that or give them the short field. But hey, sometimes when it, when your offense is bad as Florida looked Saturday night, God, mm. holy smokes. Yeah, yeah what he I had it on to see his son, and I turned it off when it was thirteen nothing. Once it hit thirteen nothing, I said, to "Yeah, myself, you know it was over. There was no way it was going to score twice. No, <laughs> no way it was going to score twice. No way. Although no with way. that though, when that ball, when they when they knocked that ball loose and it went flying, it touched everyone's hand on the field, and then went in the end zone. I was hoping if they could jump on that, make it thirteen to seven, then we might have something. But as luck would have it, yeah, if they give you a touchdown, we said they weren't going to score twice. Right. <laughs> 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 that's that's, being, that's that's being given a touchdown, Chad. When the ball goes in the end zone, you jump off. That, that's being given a touchdown. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I think the general consensus by the time he got at that point, you end up there as a, as a football man. You up there as a dad at that point. You want anything, any glimmer of hope yeah. that lets you know Please. that you can get this thing point. done. Oh, yeah, you don't care. You'll start taking the air out of the football. You'll be doing New England Patriots, whatever you need to do to help them. Uh, you don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're almost pulling out. You're almost pulling out like a card to say, what are the other ways you can score in a football game? You're other not, than the you're not trying to win. 
Now, Chad, you have a job here. You have to send Sap so I can ask him this question. Do you send Sap that? That, that oh text? no 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 no! So let's 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 uh, Can't have skip that and come back to it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Emil will jump on something else right quick. Well, no, no, well, we it's gonna to... be in transit. I'm gonna set him up, and then he can read it because like, maybe he knows oh, this go. guy. Does he? You think he knows the guy? Um, oh, I doubt it. But we'll find out. I just sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, Do you know? Do you know Matt Miller? He is a self-proclaimed, I guess, NFL draft scout. He says, "Man, I thought Warren Sapp was in jail." He's live tweeting the game. Mind blown. Listen, man. Are we talking about Twitter? Oh yeah, Chad's Twitter. Been... Twitter runs the Twitter runs yeah. the world now. You know oh, what I mean? And, and Matt, who you said? I thought you said Matt Miller. And I thought you were going to talk about Matt no, Miller. No, Matt Miller would say Matt, Matt Miller. You know, this fan. guy's Matt Miller. He's a self-proclaimed at NFL draft scout. He's actually built up a nice little following on that thought process. So, you know what I mean? so, so. That, I mean, I was looking at Wikipedia. They said I was a pimp too. So, I mean, it, I mean, it's all <laughs> oh. kind of, it's all kind of no. wild stuff. It's all kind of Tell wild me, you stuff lie. you can Tell get. Me it's all, come on, it's all kind of wild stuff you can get in the internet, man. Come on, what are you talking about? You mean everything yeah. on the internet's not true? No, no way. <laughs> They, it, it, it's who right it there. yesterday that they believe it, it nothing was Wikipedia. Here. It was Mike Miller. Who, Mike who? This ain't the guy shooting three-pointers? Mike Miller with LeBron? <laughs> I know a couple of Millers, but I don't. Hey, that's good. You're a basketball fan. I forgot about him. You know, Mike I Miller, yeah. a thousand points, thousand rebounds in the great state of Florida, too, buddy. What are you talking Man, about? I, listen, I think, I think if Sapp really, really, really had a choice, I think No, I wasn't tall enough. Wasn't tall enough. He would, At least got to be he played, like If he Barclay. had a choice. If I, if, yeah. I was, if I was Barkley's height, I could get it done. Hey, Amo, let me tell you, this dude. Okay, well, how tall are you, right? Warren? You're 6'2"? Six, 6'206". Two? Six, two, oh, six. Yeah, the, yeah. Kid could, the kid could play some basketball. He could play some basketball. <laughs> and I tell, you know, uh, let, 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 me, let me just boost up his ego a little bit. Oftentimes no, don't do that, man. Let's, let's get on to some real stuff, athlete? man. Let's not, let's not no, go down memory lane. Yeah, I dunked the basketball. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, whoever, who is the best athlete, people ask me, at the University of Miami. We had a guy named Kevin Williams that ran a 4-2-40 for breakfast. Yep. We had a guy, um, Horace <laughs> Copeland, who on my very first practice at the University of Miami, <laughs> came out to the middle after the stretch and did a backflip without bending his knees. Uh, that's yeah, what I was. Twenty-two long jump too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 his motto was F track practice, but he'd go out there and do that. <laughs> we had all kind of athletes, and I always tell people best athlete was Warren Sapp. And they give me that look like what? What? That that fat guy? Sorry. I, listen, the guy could rock back on dunks. He would run sprints with the running back. I'm telling you, that's what you're dealing. with. Here, so. No, I mean, listen, I, I said that a long time ago. I believe I believe you because I, I said this when we first had Warren on the show. I mean, one of the things that always impressed me about watching him playing uh, was that he was, you know, so quick and agile and, like, literally, I mean, we're, we kid around you and I, Chad, about Dancing with the Stars, but, but he was good on that. I mean, that takes that takes some – you have to be light on your feet to do that stuff. No, I, I, I don't doubt that he was a great athlete. I would be, hate to – what you have to be is delusional because I'm a 300-pound man who thinks he's a safety. That's what that's what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Well, I just wouldn't like to play basketball with you guys because I'm 6'2". I'm a safety at heart. 
I'm just trapped in a 300-pound body. I want to be on the hash, coming off the hash, you know, like Sean Taylor, God bless his soul. You know what I'm saying? Like, like one of the monsters in the back, like Ronnie Lyde, like Lynch. You know what I'm saying? I, I really yeah. think I'm a safety, but I'm trapped in a 300-pound body. So The hey, most cuss well, words I would hear on the football field were usually directed in his direction. They usually used to head in Sapp's direction for one reason. Well, I just wouldn't have wanted to have been down there with you guys playing pickup basketball because I'm six foot, and they say, hey, you, you're about – Tall enough guard him. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> no one do that to you. Well, hopefully God did that to you. What? No way. No way. Yeah, we're about the same height. Okay. It, it, uh, not the same. You know, I, I, I think I got a couple of little, little advantages on you. Guys. Listen, I have somebody that's near and dear to your heart. I got to ask you. Kobe oh. called it. Is calling it a career? What do you What do you say to that? You think that they pushed him out, or do you think Kobe just came to the realization he didn't want to watch his own film anymore? I was thinking this two, three years ago. I didn't want to watch it anymore. I was thinking, what was he thinking? Because when you have such a high-powered microscope that you, in which you, you know, play the game and, you know, push certain things on your teammates, when you no longer can do those things, you have to let it go. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and you and yeah. and we talked about this last week with you. It's funny that you we brought that up. We Listen. talked specifically about this in this week. What do you uh, have? The Achilles, the knee, the shoulder. I mean, come on, man. I mean, what else is telling your body telling you we can't do it no more? Well, do you think I read he was yesterday pressured, though? Do you think he was pressured into making that announcement? No, I think he was sick of reading and hearing the the, the gibber. I mean, it was bad. What did he do? Four points the other night. Yeah, nice, yeah, four points or something like that. Well, Sap, you know yeah, what? And, we and were who knows basketball better than 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 Kobe Bryant? Exactly. Uh, so he has and, to look at no, it, no, no. Though. Who knows Kobe Bryant better than Kobe Bryant? Right, right. Well, listen and to this. Sap. Here, here's some mind blowing statistics for you. Now, Kobe's a 45 percent career shooter, which is pretty good in the NBA. No doubt. He's shooting 30% from the field this year. He has to understand that this it's just he can't do it anymore. Listen, it, it, it ain't you don't have to give him numbers just put the tape on. That's the that's that's always has been the cry of all great athletes and any athletes that I've known in my life. The eye in the sky don't lie. Right. Yeah, never does. Never does. Never does. And, nope. uh, you can lie, you can the, even lie to yourself. But the eye in the sky ain't gonna lie. Yep. That's, that's the truth. Go. I remember truth. being hey. in football games, turning to my teammate, like, what did you do on that play? And he's like, oh, I did that there. And you're like, what? And you're like, there's no way you did that. And then you get to the tape Monday, and you look at it, and you say, dog, you ain't got the lot of me. <laughs> you know? I mean, it really – I mean, that that's that's when it gets real, real serious. When you, when you, when you can't look your teammate or coworker in the face and say, my bad. Right. Yeah, it's because we're all, and, I mean, and we used to have that saying a, about the eye in the sky. We used to run around. Nobody's playing that. a perfect game, so don't even don't even think you about to approach a perfect game. That's why I hate that perfect quarterback rating mess they throw up there. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah. And the other thing 50, that doesn't with the quarterback thing, it doesn't. Then it's one fifty-eight point three. What the hell kind of perfect rating is that? Well, yeah, I know, right? Warren, it, it doesn't be zeroed out somewhere, shouldn't it? Well, it doesn't account for the throws the guy missed. I mean, you know, the one thing is. He might not throw incompletions, but he might have thrown a check down where a guy was running wide open down down the seam or something. So there's no such thing as a perfect game in anything. There's the really... no such thing as perfect nothing. That's right. Except Jesus Christ. And they hung him on the cross. So me, you, and Chad, and everybody else is fat game. So, hey, uh, <laughs> tell, tell Miller, 
I've never done more than a couple of hours in lockup. I, I don't no no no. They don't do that. No no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Matt Miller. Well, well, it was an what do you think about the uh, the firings here? I mean, Chad oh, and I hit on this. Well, in Mark college Rick, right now. Time. I mean, Mark Rick. I mean, how many more eight and five, eight and four seasons they was going to do in Georgia? <laughs> well, well, you know, listen, now, time well, out, we went well, and looked well, at this yesterday. We looked at this yesterday. Out of his last ten seasons, he has six double-digit win seasons. I mean, that's not that's not bad. That's among 60%? the leaders in that. Sixty de- percent. Yeah. Sorry, this yeah. ain't baseball. Well, you know, only only sixty percent is uh, failing in any school. Well, this, actually, is a, this is a school of higher learning. If you score sixty in college, they take your scholarship and they throw you out and send you back <laughs> to the woods in which you came from, right? Well, comparatively speaking, only Les Miles and Nick Saban have more in the SEC. All right, Les has got fired too. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Well, so, he almost yeah. got fired. Well, Poor he, Les, he quitting, right? No, what no, happened with Les no. is everybody in the world was oh. told Les was going to be fired, including Les, who yeah. basically told his team he's coaching his last game. And then in the third quarter, the LSU boosters had an emergency meeting because they realized the guy that they had designs on wasn't coming, which was apparently Jimbo Fisher, and they decided to keep Les. Oh, okay. So they keep the Mad Hatter. Okay, good. Now we can see a couple more wild uh, trick plays. I love it. Let's go, Les. Go to the bowl game and cut up. Les going to go to the bowl wait, game. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. I want to understand. You you are okay then. I guess Sapp's take here is you're okay with Rick being fired. Yeah, you know, it was time for Georgia to switch okay. it around. It was time for Georgia to switch around and get Mark Rick out of there. He, he was okay. down a horrible death between the hedges. Yeah, I was kind of leaning in that direction yesterday, and Amon was yeah. trying to slap it out of me. But no, 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 I don't, I don't, I just, I don't think he wait. between the heads is just wasn't working. Yeah, I you don't know, know Sap, if you wait. I for hear the, you, for and I'm not saying that bed. you know. There's valid points that 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 people can make that certainly you know Georgia hasn't won what they want to win, which is at least an SEC championship anytime recently. But here's my take: Have they been in one? Yeah, they, remember they took Alabama to the mat a couple of years ago and Alabama. Oh yeah, 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 um, My only concern is so with that one out of ten, what that ten percent in the championship hey, game? Hear me out. But what's your plan? I was just asking. I was just asking for the facts. You know, since we were doing the seventy and the sixties, so I figured we'd throw the ten in there too. I'm not calling you wrong. I'm saying what's their plan to replace him? Because remember, listen, remember, name it. Listen, man, Mark, you're talking about one of these storied jobs in college football. You can't tell me uh, Georgia go Kirby Smart. Mm-hmm. That's the that's what I'm hearing too. He's a Georgia. No, that's who that's who they're going. They're going Kirby Smart or, or Tom Herman. Now, don't discount that possibly happening. Do that. It's guy from Houston. The Tom Herman, the guy at Houston. That's a real uh-uh. possibility in Georgia. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm telling you, it's uh-uh. a real possibility. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I promise well. you, it's a real possibility. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> I'm telling you, it could it could really go down that way. It may not. Yeah, Chad, Chad you know, does his homework on that kind of stuff. He, he, I'm hearing it's a real possibility. I don't, I don't know. I don't normally even get in these conversations, but when I got text, I'm going with Kirby Smart. So, <laughs> Jack, I mean, that is that is that is where the smart money is. Whatever he sit and research, whatever he researched, but I didn't even ask for this information, and it came my way. So <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. So hey, you no, no, you're right. Like Chad said, smart money is on UFC, UCF. Right. What do you think of that? I was trying to That's figure out. Dear, oh, you're, you're an Orlando area guy. 
I have a personal relationship with Scott. Scott Frost was playing safety on the World Championship Bucks team in 20, oh, 2003. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scott Frost was a safety. Uh, I I know a quarterback turned safety. Wasn't he no, the quarterback no, a when when a safety? When, there was no uh, slash in front of his. There was no slash. Oh, on I know his, that. His. I know that. I know he was I'm a quarterback you know. in the Browns in 2001. And then, and then they tell me they wanted an offensive guy in Florida. So well, uh, with all due respect, the guy's trade now was quarterback. He was a quarterback in college. He became a no, safety no, no, no. We're not talking about NFL. college. We know my my. I mean, once you, I mean. I live with a quarterback, Chad, and mm-hmm. a quarterback that they told, you know, you, you want to try DB or receiver? And I know something mm-hmm. about quarterbacks because I've hunted them for the last 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I lived with one my, my my first two years in college, and that's my, like my best friend, Ryan Collins, for anybody who's yeah, out there. I, I, yeah, yeah, I kinda, Mr. Collins. I kind of call yeah, yeah, him Yeah, Mr. Collins, who's in, who's in the, the semifinals for the state championship with Flanagan going against Columbus this week, Friday night. Yes, sir. Yes. So, yes. I understand the mentality of a quarterback. When you're a quarterback, you don't get hit. You don't let nothing get hit. You don't think about tackling. I mean, none of this enters into the framework of a quarterback. But when you mm-hmm. become a safety and cover mm-hmm. two defense with Monty Kiffin as the co- as the coordinator, you hit mm-hmm. as a safety. Mm-hmm. And you get so you're, saying, you're saying and that you he's a defensive-minded guy? hitting. And I'm trying to figure out when this man's mentality got turned back to an offensive-minded guy. That's all I'm asking. When he went to Oregon and was their OC for the last few years for one of the more prolific offenses in college football over the last, nice. you know, three, four years, nice. I guess. Nice. Okay. So he knows you like he, he understands both sides of the ball. I, I, I just got I got taught something. He's, he's good. I'm ready. Let's go. I like okay. UCF. You, that's my home. That's my home program. I, yeah, I was, I was going born to say, are you uh, any kind of a closet UCF fan? Being being yeah. a guy from, from yes, Plymouth, I am. I'm not a closet UCF fan. I I'm out and about. You don't remember when they uh, had Baylor as a 17 point favorite on them in the Fiesta Bowl? Man, well, I lied. Who, tweet, I lied. Tweeted that one there all day. <laughs> who in the black and gold could forget that? So. Uh, hey, man, yeah, definitely. No, no, I was sitting there as a Florida boy being disrespected that they're going to tell me a Texas school is 17 points better than what? Never in my life have I seen such a travesty. Yeah, well, I that worked out for Baylor. And I, had, and, I, and I had seen that UCF team up live, close and personal, watched them practice, you know, went out there mm-hmm. and you no know, George O'Leary, the whole the, I mean, the equipment man, everybody. I'm like, no way, Baylor 17. No way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can understand that. Let's. What about what about our school and the coaching search? Hey man, about Hey man, listen. What what are you hearing? Because the thing that's bothering me is it seems to be like how am I gonna put this? Three different factions going on. A search. Oh, I told you though. When we got a search firm, all kind of agendas were gonna get pushed. I already knew that was coming. No. When you get a search form, only thing I do is pay for the check, and now you can blame it on the them because you paid them to now you know go through and there's the premier finder of leadership in the last half a century. So you know that's what you do. Here's what I'm can hearing. Can I ask Jeff. you two guys a question Here, about Miami? Time out. Who is time the out. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Butch Davis, head coach. No. Ricciano, DC, no. and Ken Dorsey is brought as quarterback coach. That's what I'm hearing. No. We're going to flip Butch, the clock Butch back Shiano to 1990. Butch interviewed the other day down at the university. I know that. I know. Both of them did, yes. Yeah. No, I don't that's think the they're word. combining forces. 
that's word on the street, man. You know, and the only you know, reason I can believe it is Shiano's, Shiano's, Shiano's I, I been out of... I call the man in the bathroom because there's a bunch of stalls and they're all closed and you just see feet. <laughs> <laughs> the man in the bathroom. <laughs> Not word on the street. Yeah, well, well me, there you who go. Who is the athletic director at the school, by the way? Na- name, please. Blake. James Blake. James Blake? Yes. Why Did doesn't that Mr. Right? Blake form his own little Blake committee? Blake James. Blake James. Why doesn't he form his own committee with a group of players he selects that played there and understand the program? And at least, you know, behind closed doors, hear hear them out and uh, and try to try to select a coach based on people that understand the program and have had success in the program. Okay, Emma. Let's just let's just play magical one, and I just touched you, and now you're the athletic director of the University of Miami, and you have right. the. The the say so because you heard like I heard Chad the president told him this is your call right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right yes Emil we we just trust you now you're the University of Miami athletic director which players are you gonna meet with and how many are you gonna meet with I'm gonna get five yeah, or six because you get five or six okay all right okay I'm gonna now, call now 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 does 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 this player from the what now now name the five you gonna go with. Because you know you okay, are I'm like gonna we, say, we all know. I'm a, listen, I'm going to call somebody like yourself. I'm going to call Ray Lewis. I'm <laughs> I'm going to call a quarterback, maybe a Ken Dorsey. I'm, I'm going to call a bunch of people that Ken Dorsey, you might Dorsey, hire Ken, Ken Dorsey. Dorsey. Ken Dorsey works at the Carolina Panthers every week on an undefeated team. I mean, you really think he you finna call him and well, get what from him? Okay, maybe he will. Maybe no, no, he won't I'm just be asking. I mean, I'm just trying yeah, to get you I mean, the I don't know, thing. but I'm so going to get five or six of you. Okay? So do you go get Vinny Testaverde, who hasn't been around the school in 30 years? No, I'm not going to get Vinny Testaverde. Okay, you don't think Vinny, but, but Vinny's in. Well, I didn't say that I'd pick Vinny because you told no, me I'm he hasn't been around the school. So now, so now you you can't even tell me five that you can't pick. You sitting there talking about people that Chad talking about they about to hire. That's crazy. Wait a second. You just made me athletic director two minutes ago. You I know, me- and you knew this information <laughs> four minutes ago, and you still Listen, that, get out of my office right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, no, but see, that would be that would be the tough well part, Emil. That well, would be the tough well part, Emil. We've got we've got a serious history at the school. A lot of great players. It's too many. Trust me. How Trust do you me, deal Chad. with the guys Chad. that you didn't Chad. include? How do you I mean, deal with the guys you didn't include because they're going to come after you? The only guys you ca- you have to include are the guys who are ready to write a check and have been writing a check, and that's the biggest thing that any athletic director has to deal with. When you have Di Marino. Mm-hmm. Putting twelve and a half million dollars into a program, and then putting his son as the coach and waiting underneath Jim Morris, and the way Jim Morris found out about it on the coaching staff is he read it in the Herald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Come on. So you telling me he he has no say in who's gonna be the next coach, and he just put twelve and a half mil? Come on. Well, I don't care yeah, how I... many. I don't care how many. Uh, trophies you done put in the University of Miami stack, how many general scholarship funds you did for the player of the game, that ain't nothing compared to twelve and a half million dollars. <laughs> so, so money talks, but Sap, are you okay and then with someone? Everything else run the marathon, and that's 26.2 miles. Yeah, well, listen to me on this. Um, yeah, you're putting up money. Are you okay then with the agenda of those putting up the money being pushed? Uh, I like What's a particular agenda? guy. What's the agenda? Uh, this guy's friendly with me. You know, this is who I want. What's the you agenda? You okay with that? <laughs> that right there, what I just said. Hey, I got a plan. Hey, that, 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 that ain't going to help nobody win nothing. That's just going to keep. We know that, Emo's but job, that's, that's, Emo, that's what Emo ends up is, happening. Yeah, I, hey. Our favorite, well, our favorite rapper is seeing Tim Brewster from Florida State because he's buddies with Tim. 
Our favorite rapper is what? Saying he's using the name Tim Brewster uh, as one of the guys that should get the job. Now, he's he's a guy over at Florida State, not a coordinator or anything like that, a, a pretty good recruiter according to those in circles and some question as to how that might be the case. But, yeah, saying he should possibly be. Oh, uh, so we next should take coach. the Florida State guy that's circumventing the rules to get the best recruits to now come to Miami. Yeah, I mean, this is what happens when agendas get pushed. Like, what if that guy like was well, uh, what agenda, one of the guys paying money? What agenda money? would be pushed to tell me what you heard on the street with Shiano, Bush Davis, and Ken somebody likes Somebody likes Butch. Somebody personally likes Butch. Um, and, you know, That's Butch Marino. has openly campaigned for the whatever job. Whatever his name is, the Marino. Yeah, has, he's openly pushed for the job, and they like him, so they want him to be coached. For no other reason other than that, we like I, I like this guy, and since I have a say-so, that's what I'm going to push for. I'm going to stand on the table. I'm going to pound the table for this guy right here. No, I'm going to write the check. Ain't nothing about pounding the table, or I'm going to take the check off the table. Uh, that's, that's, so that's you, so you, all I'm understanding is you would not ask former players for their input. No, I did not say that, did I? Well, you, you made fun of me. No, I made fun that you were putting a guy in your five or six committee who Chad just said they're about to hire as the quarterback coach. And you knew this information before I made you the AD. Listen, I run this program the way I want to run it. <laughs> I know, I know. And I, and I can answer a question or, or pick at you any way I want to. So there it is. So if you're feeling so you feel a little froggy this morning, leap on December 1st. Uh, well, let me tell you why I got this bright idea. You know I'm a USC fan. I was listening to your former teammate, Keyshawn Johnson, yesterday. Oh, stop. Oh, yeah, stop right there. Stop right there. Why? Stop right there. Because if he's ever told you anything that you didn't already know, write it down for me. And then email it to me. <laughs> no, listen. All I'm, they they well, asked I played with that man for there, four and years, and not one time did he ever say my bad. <laughs> uh, I'll give you that, Emil. You're killing me. <laughs> and I'm done. Man, I'm done. But I understand the, the former player thing because they, they're doing that at UM. That's what that's yeah. what Blake implemented. That you know, Corn Ferry reach out to some players and find out you know you know ideas of what they think in the general you know consensus of what they would want in a coach and, you know, some of the Yeah, and that's what Keyshawn said that Hayden did, basically saying, listen, you know, I missed on the last one. He got the guys that you always see at USC, you can't watch a game without seeing Ronnie Lott or Marcus Allen on the sidelines. They, they're kind of like Miami in a lot of ways. Chad and I have talked about this. They, mm-hmm. their, their former players tend to stick around the program. Willie McGinnis, he, he said, Keyshawn said that Hayden talked to them, and not about a specific name as much as what they think the program should look like, how it should be listen, run, what it, what listen, it embodies. Listen, listen, you're talking about Pat Hayden. Mm-hmm. You understand who Pat Hayden is? He's a Rhodes Scholar. Pat Hayden was, 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 was in the locker room, too. Yeah, he won a couple national championships. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Rick James ain't never been around the locker room except to sniff it and say, ooh, that's that. you know? <laughs> what are you saying? When, you, when you've been in the locker room and you've been around athletes, it's, it's okay for you to walk up to athletes. I think Blake is afraid to get in a room with us like that. I mean, I, I would. I would because Canes, Canes eat each other. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Oh. Hey, we're rough. Fine, we're man. Rough. I'm not going to be able to we're rough. laughing too hard. We're rough. We're rough. I mean, we're, we're a rough crew. I mean, that, that's just what we are and how we were made and how we, we were taught. It, it's rough. Oh, man, you cracked me up. Listen, I got one more serious <laughs> question for you because I know your your time is limited. 
Uh, NFL Ray Lewis, y'all the one that cut me off. I can sit over here too yeah. and go for y'all about an <laughs> no, hour. I want to move you along because I got a serious question here. NFL right. officiating has been taking a beating oh. lately. And I guess my question to you is this. Is it just that we have so many cameras on the games anymore that no, we happen to see no, all the mistakes, no. or is it that bad? Let's not, let's, not, let's not blame this on technology because okay. the reference has been bad. That's why we had to bring back replay because that wasn't a touchdown that Vinny Testaverde scored. The Seattle Seahawks were supposed to go to the playoffs, and Dennis Erickson would still have a job. You understand what I'm telling you? I mean, right. we, we, yeah. we talking about 12 people families had to move because somebody got fired because you can't see if this was a touchdown. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, and we had a modern-day technology. Even baseball got with it. And, you know, they so old and decrepit, it don't even matter for them. Uh, the game's supposed to be flawed. You know, you throw away a man perfect game with that shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all right, let's, let's go to the next one. I mean, we, we, we're talking about, I mean, but well, why is it? Why, no, no, no. Wait, why let me is it give fishy? it to you. Let me give it to you. Slow down, brother. Mm-hmm. They're moonlighting. Mm-hmm. And then their union wants to fight not to be full-time because when you're a full-time employee, now I get to, you know, the NFL, we like to find you. We like to hold you accountable for, for mistakes that you make. You understand mm-hmm. why they're fighting mm-hmm. it now? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You fight it because when you out here and you make this dumb call, now it's going to be doctor's pay. And nobody wants to be put in that position. You see what I'm well, saying? So, so both sides are fighting it because I know the league wants full-time employees. I mean full-time refs. I know they do. I know they do. And then they're going to hold them responsible because now all week long you have no excuse not to be working on your job. Right. Because that's what your job is, an NFL official, not a dentist, not an insurance salesman, not a whatever the hell you are, an investment banker or whatever that is, or, you know, financial services or whatever you do Monday through Friday before you go get on a plane and fly to the city. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I mean, it, on, Sap, I it always on, seemed listen, absurd to me that listen. a guy could be saying, hey, Warren, I got to run, I got to catch a plane to a game. Just look at Clause 25 on that life insurance policy. I'll pick it up on Monday. <laughs> you know, then hey, I mean, it's unbelievable. A dentist, a, some of them are dentists. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I agree and then, with you. And then, they're, and then they're aging like unbelievable. I mean, why we couldn't get a group of nice 27-year-olds, you know, mature adults, do 33 and let them run for seven, eight years, and, you know, we keep rotating this thing because it doesn't make any sense that we do not have full-time officials who don't do anything but watch the game. And then you sit out the film, and then they watch the, the, the controversial calls, and you check off what would you call because there's no way they watched the other game because they was officiating that game. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, and now, you get to, now you get to test them all day on what would you call on this, you know? And now you get to run a system in which checks and balances are, are there. I think there should be an age cap. I've said this for years, what you just said. Okay? I'm, I'm <laughs> 47. Old, man. Did you yeah, see, did you see I'm, the referee I'm on, the, I'm on, the, on the YouTube I can't run, run with kid. those guys. Did you see the referee on the YouTube outrun the kid? <laughs> <laughs> we did see that. Did yeah. see that. I want to see him in an NFL game running with somebody. I mean, at least I know he was in a position to make the call. <laughs> yeah, why, the, why, we have right, to so put two your, more people you on the field and two more refs. What do you, and two more refs yeah, what do you think the, the reason is that we have 60-somethings doing these games? What do you think the reason is there? What's the conspiracy on that? There's no conspiracy. The evil you know is better than the evil you don't. Mm. So they're, so they're afraid of change is what you're saying. It's, they're afraid it's a, it's of change. It's a comfort zone. Why, my 13 years in the National Football League, the head of the concussion board was a rheumatologist? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can't make that. that stuff up. 
Oh, it ain't made up. It's what it is. I mean, I said you can't make that stuff up. From it's 1995 funny. to 2007, the head of the concussion board was a rheumatologist. He was writing in, in medical journals that back-to-back concussions have no effect. You can get a concussion early in the day and even return to the competition later that day. Like, really? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this is crazy. And it's comfortable for somebody that is status quo. It, the, the machine is running. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they're no, fighting mean, it because they don't want to be held responsible for the, the foolishness that they do on weekends. And and, and they and we have no other place to replace them with, so we got to continue with it. What I think is crazy is the NFL is, what, a $12 billion business, something like that. It's, it's, That's it's, only what they it's enormous. Them. You know it's bigger than that. <laughs> it's, yeah, whatever it is, it's, it's huge. And we have guys that are 65 years old trying to run with some of the best athletes in the world and keep up with a game. And that's not a slight on their age. It's just no, 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 no. I, mean, like, I got this for you. They're standing at the line of scrimmage to watch the offside's onside. You throw the ball eight, nine yards, and now it's a, it's a track meet. How do you mark this ball and we're playing a game of inches? I, listen, I'm with you. I, I watch it I every Sunday. It drives me. When I used to play, I used to tell the refs, you know, the, the head judge and the lineman, I used to say, hey, man, we left foot and the right foot today. I only want to see you marking this ball with one foot today. I do not want to see you changing this thing as we going up and down this field. Which, which foot are you marking the ball with today? Right foot or left foot? And are you putting the ball at the tip of your foot or the middle of your foot or where? I don't want to – I mean, they do it all the time. I'm like, right. we play a game of inches and you giving away yards. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I, I think I think your point actually makes the most sense of what you just hit is something that it, it's been on my mind, but never you said it very clearly to me. You know, it's not it's not bias against age. It's just these guys are so big, so fast. Let's get younger officials with better eyes that can and keep up more. with the guys and get two more. Now we got somebody. At the first down marker. Now we got – I got the first down marker covered. I got the back end covered on the corner. I got the back judge in the middle. I got the line of scrimmage covered. I got the back covered with the umpire and the ref. It it just makes more sense. Why add those two well, extra guys when you can just review it? No, you add the two extra – I mean, or put a chip in the ball and beep. And, you know, it's a bunch of ways that we got we got technology that we can get this thing done. I mean, and they're working on it. But the thing that we have to do is just add two more. That's it. So now when the older guys get, you, you get a younger influx And they really ain't doing nothing but blocking the ball And calling pass interference Oh pass interference Don't start me on that Two things I don't know in the NFL I, mean, I, mean, I don't know what a catch contact is And holding because that's what it is Because Patriots started that when they beat up Marvin Harrison In the playoff games yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what a catch is anymore, and I'm not. Oh, clear as to no what idea what a catch is. No idea what a catch is. Yeah. No idea. It's totally, no idea. totally complicated. That whole process. Well, take hey, it to listen, the ground. Going, That's all I know. Take it to the ground. Yeah, right. How about that? Process. Two feet down. Wouldn't that be enough? Wouldn't that be enough? No, right? you got to go all the way and roll on the ground, then come up with it and show it to mama. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Well, look, uh, we've uh, we've completed our process on this show today, man. Uh, as always. Hey, man, how's your Atlanta Falcons doing, uh, Emma? Oh, I knew that was coming. They, are, they have Jets. now lost five in a row, Sam. New York Jets. Five in a row. New York Jets. Or four out, five out of six, excuse me. Five <laughs> out of six. Jets. New York Jets. Uh, they're the Jets. What are they, <laughs> five and six, six and five, something like that? <laughs> Maybe I next week, Sam, we'll team. ask you how you would fix the Miami Dolphins. I think that would uh, I think that. Yeah, that's your question. homework we'll for the week. For, fix, we'll save that, that one for last week. It's unfixable because, first of all, oh, you paid. You, you, you asked, and you can't. You paid. <laughs> 
a, a wide receiver turned quarterback $96 million. Gave him a $96 million contract. And you pay uh, undisciplined, malcontent, uncontrollable defensive tackle, and now he tells your team, I'm going to be here for the next five years. I run this defense. Really? <laughs> Ain't that something? Real team guy. I didn't. I didn't even have a defense called the sap package. I didn't even have a sap package on on defense. I had one on offense. It was you know the hurricane pack. You know Kane Kane's tight end. I mean I had a package on offense, but I didn't even have a package on defense. You run a defense now? <laughs> well, uh, well, apparently he runs this one. So there you go. And what happened uh, Sunday? You got twenty eight put up on him fast. I don't, I don't want nobody running my defense that give up twenty eight to the Jets. And who they quarterback? They, get, they got twenty eight put up on them fast, and and they fixed it by firing the offensive coordinator. Yeah, there you go. Do it. Bill Laser, this your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't follow suit. This your fault. Yeah, <laughs> makes makes a lot of sense in this whole thing. But oh. all right, man, we're gonna take off. Um, and listen, Me too, the Zap. good thing about the no good problem. thing about football season is it provides so much uh, we'll material for us. So we'll have a ton of stuff next week, no doubt. All right. Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. You know what I say? He's got a second career as a stand-up comedian, man. I'm I'm sitting here, my chest is sore. Yeah, he 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 just He's might pursue that one day and make us make us all happy. So, but uh, if you want it straight, you are gonna get it from Warren Sapp, straight talk. And uh, we always like it when he comes on and uh, gives uh, his his twist on things as they go. I can't wait for this. Uh, the, by the way, Amo. By the way, word is that the University of Miami will make their announcement as to who the new coach will be by Wednesday. That's tomorrow. That's a whole 24 hours. Wow. You ready we'll have that? a lot to talk about Friday, man. I, I, the, I hope the fall, you know, we, we got to get some callers from the area to talk about who this new coach is because I'm sure whatever it is, it's going to be controversial. Yeah, hopefully it's done uh, while we're on the air or close to being on the air so we can get, like, fresh takes and reaction from the fans at large. they got a pretty good uh well, you said it's going to be Wednesday. Following. I'm not back till Friday, so you're, you're going to be on the air maybe. But oh, I I'm not even – I'm on that evening, so I'm sure I'll be able yes. to grab some of that on there. Maybe it'll spill over uh, to the end of the week. Uh, you know, I'm just hearing this, just to throw this out before we go. It is looking like there's a good chance it'll be Kirby Smart at Georgia. And um, if he's not going to South Carolina, he would like to have Will Muschamp as his defensive coordinator, something uh, I think I touched on. Wow. Yes. Okay. So there we go. There you go. Either way, it looks like Jeremy Pruitt's out as a defensive coordinator in Georgia, one way or another. We'll leave it at that, though. It's the end of our Tuesday segment. I'm back on tomorrow for the uh, recruiting roundtable. That's tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Be sure to tune into that. Then I have the Thursday show at 10. Um, Hold on a minute there. We may have to we we may have to make a little programming change here, Amal. I'm out of here on Friday heading to the SEC championship game. So our football Friday might have to turn into a football Thursday. We'll keep you guys right. posted on that. So we we'll uh, may that. have to go on Thursday with our uh, football Friday. How about that? Just to screw you up even more. I already told you I'm on the concussion protocol. So doing a football Friday on Thursday would just make sense on this particular week. Nevertheless, Amal and I are out of here. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bring a friend next time. It's the Gridiron Stud Show. To all you high school recruits out there, you want to get recruited by the colleges? Step up and visit GridironStuds.com today. we got college coaches visiting. We've got people visiting. We've got fans visiting. If you want to be seen, get your video up there right now. It's easy. Create a profile. Takes two minutes. Stop playing games. 
Get off of Facebook. Take control of your future. GridEyeStuds.com is where you need to be today. Visit now, set your profile up, and let yourself be seen.